Hello. This is Mike from the Stream of Random podcast, <clears throat> which is basically a very random podcast about many different topics where we talk about whatever comes to our mind. Uh, <clears throat> I have started to reduce the amount of spread of topics on individual podcasts because some people find it listen hard to listen to completely random topics and they actually want to listen to one topic so uh, if I point them at a podcast with three topics they're like uh, I just sat through two of these to get to what I wanted to listen to give me a break so today's topic is going to be uh, wiki voyage which is a cool little wiki project uh, from the um, <coughs> Wikimedia uh, open source group. Um, the same people who bring you uh, Wikipedia and about a hundred other different projects you've never heard of. Well, this came about as a fork of Wiki Travel. And Wiki Voyage is basically a tour guide, and um, <clears throat> it's uh, it's a wiki, so you can edit it. I mean, it's very basic, but it has some advantages because, for one, everyone can edit it, and um, that's kind of nice. And you can use it to um, put in historical items, but also give them deep, deep linking. So if you put in a monument and say, okay, well, here's some monuments in this city or this area of the city that you're describing, like things to see. Then if you have like, you know, video or audio of that, you can put that on the commons. So Wikimedia Commons can store all of your video. Now I have to say, there's a caveat to all of this, right? First of all, if you put anything onto these systems, you have to own it. It has to be your original work, or you have to have permission of the author. And second of all, you have to license it for reuse and editing. So that means um, you're going to lose control of your work, so to say, you'll still retain copyright, but you're granting people under Creative Commons the ability to create derived works from it, meaning that you'll just become part of the collective commons. Um, so that's important to understand. But it's a good trade-off because, well, frankly, um, if you put a picture onto Wikimedia Commons, it generally gets very good Google hits. I'll tell you a little story. I lived in Topeka, Kansas for a couple of years. And I come from this uh, whole, you know, Wikipedia background. I've been promoting it. So I go to Kansas and I start promoting it there. And I'm going around taking pictures and I upload them to Wiki uh, Commons. And I'm on this Facebook group with a bunch of guys. Um, 
And I guess the thing that I realize now, um, and I didn't realize then, it's just that a lot of people don't dive super deep into things. Just like I don't dive super deep into, I don't know, baseball or basketball. And some people just don't dive deep into all this computing stuff. And um, even if they're in the computing industry and they're not into the whole open source thing, or they don't care about it, all that. And I never really realized that. Like, I always made a stupid assumption that everyone is, like, so hardcore deep into things like me or willing to do the research and work and the effort, put in the effort to, you know, get inside of it. But that's just growing up, I guess. So... <clears throat> The guy uh, posts or changes his Facebook picture to uh, my picture that I just posted on um, on Wikimedia Commons. I said, "Hey, that's my picture," um, you know. And the guy's like, "Oh, well, I just Googled it," and it was like one of the first hits, so I took it. So normally he'd have to, according to the rules of copyright, he's not allowed to copy your text or your pictures unless he gets licensed, and the only license that I granted was the license through Wikipedia, which says that he has to attribute to me where he got the picture from, and say, you know, it was from user blah 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 from via Wikipedia, maybe here's a link. Well, he didn't do that, so he, technically he was in copyright violation, but he didn't care. And it doesn't matter the point I'm trying to make is if you put a picture onto Wikimedia Commons, the chances of someone randomly finding it increases greatly because that content is also very well indexed and mostly available on the Googles. So I digress. So if you put your, uh, your article about some place like some city or some section of the city, you can also create a subsection in history and say, okay, well, this is the history of what happened in the 1800s here. Like, here are some places you can visit. Now, that's also interesting for the Wikipedia article. And you can write the history inside of the pictures in comments. So there's nothing wrong with actually, like, posting a historical picture putting some information about the history of that picture, putting links to the articles and relevant things, and then, but also containing the text there. You know, trying to, trying to put a lot of information inside of the Wikipedia, encyclopedia side of things, a lot of it might get edited out and cut down. Same with Wikivoyage. Um, but there's also Wikiarchive or Wikisource for actually um, sort raw source material that's out of copyright, like ancient texts and stuff like that. And if you can't fit it inside of any of those projects, there's always archive.org, which gives you basically unlimited free storage with no questions asked. Like if you just want to archive some stuff and you've got gigabytes of data you just want to put somewhere, archive.org is a great project to do that 
and you can make a little library card about what's in there, and you can do all types of stuff, and then you can reference that in other projects. So I went ahead, <coughs> um, I've done some tours of uh, Trenton, downtown, pictures of buildings, and um, I geotagged them, and I created, uh, this is in comments now, I put uh, entries for like the street name, and what the building is, and so forth. That's on commons, you can do all that type of stuff. And then, um, yeah, an open street map is a great project, which is related to all this, where you can actually edit the map. And you can put in monuments, points of interest, um, basically anything that's persistent. I had a discussion recently, and you can find it on one of my previous podcasts about graffiti. If tag, uh, graffiti tags could be put into OpenStreetMap, and basically they can't because they're not considered to be permanent. If it was a permanent art installation or like a famous graffiti or something that's going to be staying. And yes, now I think that is kind of a, um, a value judgment, but uh, graffiti can definitely be put onto commons and it can be geotagged. And um, <clears throat> I think uh, that we could have an entry in the we could have an entry in the um, OpenStreetMap that graffiti was there at this time. But even if you don't put it into OpenStreetMap as a, as, a, as a point of interest, you can definitely create your own map using OpenStreetMap data and using the pictures on commons and you can create an interactive map pretty easily with all the pictures and say okay well here's all the graffiti um, pictures that we took and here's a map of them and uh, that's pretty easy to create an interactive map so that's definitely something that can be uh, implemented for example and you can implement maps with pictures and points of interest uh, for all different topics and if they're permanent you can have them permanently installed into OpenStreetMap if they're not permanent we can create maps outside of OpenStreetMap using the same technology but store the data somewhere else look at these baby deer and um, So you have centralized and decentralized data stores. And there's alternatives to all these different things. So it's not just, you know, the one project. There's also other projects. Okay, so let's go back to Wikivoyage. So I went ahead and I created, like, a, um, a Wikivoyage entry for Ewing, New Jersey, where I live. And I talk about, like, all the different places I like to go to eat, places I like to go to shop things that you can do, and it also talks about things to do in the region. <clears throat> you can link to the other cities around it. Um, I've been recording trails, for example, like I do a lot of walking, um, so I've been recording like where you can cut through the woods, and I also put that there. Um, now those can be recorded an OpenStreetMap, what have been, like as a trail or a track, if they exist. 
if they physically exist or they're actually used or possible, you can record it. <clears throat> you can also upload your GPS tracks into OpenStreetMap and share them or you can put them anonymously. Um, you can include timestamps and connections between the points or not. Um, so that's kind of cool. And there's a lot of options. Um, so what this area needs, because already the streets are basically covered, but what are not done are the uh, house numbers and the uh, building outlines. So I've been doing uh, that for uh, my area. Now there's parcel data available for New Jersey and uh, basically we can get the parcel data which says the outlines of the properties and the house numbers. <coughs> Excuse me. So that's definitely possible to extract. Um, and I have tools for transforming that so eventually I guess we could use that for doing the house numbers. Now the building outlines, it is a lot of work to do that. And I've been considering whether or not we can use some kind of machine learning, etc., for automatically recognizing uh, building outlines and tracing them from the photo imagery. But basically, you have the photo imagery from Bing available to you for tracing. And anyway, it's a lot of fun. It's a relaxing thing to do. And, um, you know, when I played Pokemon Go, I would look at the map, and half of the place where I live was all traced out with buildings and the other half wasn't because I didn't do it and um, I could say hey that's my work that I did and look it's in Pokemon Go because OpenStreetMap is being used all over the place so that's kind of neat yeah and if you had a particular historical topic um, and I'm targeting this podcast as a uh, a pod, uh, someone who I met through a podcasting system. I wanted to give them some ideas. Uh, if you're if you're targeting, let's say, a certain group of people or a certain historical aspect of time. Sorry, I'm on the main street here. I'll have to get onto a side street in a second. Um, I'm sure that you could create a a page for that in Wiki Voyage, like as a project page, if there's not one already. And then um, creates like uh, different type of uh, s templates and sections that you can include into different cities and say, okay, well here's the history, f here's uh, some historical stuff from World War II in this city. Here is like a relevant building or so so and so forth as a section with templates. Um, I'm pretty sure that's uh, possible in Wiki Voyage. I haven't done that, but I know that in Wikipedia they have wiki projects and they have different templates and so forth. So I definitely think that would be possible. So uh, <clears throat> now let's talk about the uh, pedagogical, pedagogical or learning um, benefits. So I find since I started mapping and just editing map, even just tracing buildings and thinking about the geography and thinking about the area that I'm around and I start building the map in my head because I, 
it kind of becomes your map. If you start editing it, you start taking ownership of the map, and you're like, oh, this is my map. You know, it's not just some other person's map, it's actually one that I contributed to. So, <clears throat> that's a, um, that's a great way to learn and to internalize uh, the mapping and uh, to, uh, lear- to become part of it. And your actual navigation skills will become better once you start thinking about mapping and becoming a mapper, I think. Because you start being aware of these things. You're thinking, well, how would I tag that? Or how would I enter that into OpenStreetMap? So, um, I think for young people or any people at all who want to learn, it is a uh, great uh, project to get involved with. And I can only suggest that everybody just spend some time and register on OpenStreetMap and get a uh, and just get a, an account and do some tutorials and maybe um, edit you know put in some opening hours for some your favorite bakery or you know um, make sure that uh, make sure that the buildings are that you're interested in are traced properly, that they look good, that everything is correct. You know, I stopped importing data. There's this thing called, like, Tiger, where they imported a lot of streets from, like, some government database, and I've imported a lot of junk. So you'll see, like, phantom roads um, that some algorithm produced. Uh, And even if you use machine learning, you're still going to need people to, like, validate it. because in the end it's just going to be part of the solution so um, you can go in and look at stuff that's marked as tiger unreviewed and that the street is just in the middle of nowhere you can remove it or uh, shift it sometimes they're just uh, (coughs) man the pollen here Sometimes they're just, um, uh, sidewalk, uh, sidewalks, like, uh, driveways that got, uh, tagged. Oh, by the way, this is my morning walk. This is why I record my podcast. That's why I have, like, all that noise in the background. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of the thing that I do. So... Yeah, so driveways are sometimes uh, tagged as roads, so you can just remove that. Uh, Highway equals like tertiary or secondary, and just say highway equals service. That's like a. um, Then you can like say like service equals I think it's driveway or something. And then we'll tag it. And there's nice editors. I use the JOSM editor, which is the Java OpenStreetMap editor, which is really nice. But you can edit right in the web page. <clears throat> it's a lot of fun. It's relaxing. And I would teach uh, kids how to do this if, you, if anyone wants to do like a, a Zoom. I use Jitsi, which is the open source Zoom. Um, like a webinar, this big little button. 
that uh, one group Flosk runs. I guess we could ask them if we could do a uh, if we could use their uh, server. So I think uh, definitely uh, it's something great for uh, teaching and learning and sharing. So if okay, so let's talk about motivation. So um, prizes are good. There's um, and just any kind of community action, like like some kind of like organized community action. So there was like. There's this great uh, Wikimedia Commons has like a uh, photo of the year or photo of the day, and um, you can submit your picture to be uh, considered as a, uh, a quality picture or a, uh, a valuable picture. There's different like certificates that you can get, but if you like photography. You know, taking good pictures and submitting them to Wikipedia, Wikimedia, Wikimedia Commons um, for review. And there's this um, yearly uh, events where they have like contests for like the be best picture. Wiki loves monuments. Wiki loves Earth, etc. And um, if you've got a particular topic, uh, you can make your own project. There's no one saying that you can't. And uh, you can come up with your own prizes, um, and you can ask people to contribute. And you can even say, you know, we have, we're asking for contributions in OpenStreetMap, in Wikivoyage, in Commons, and in Wikipedia, and we'll have separate prizes for entries in all three of those, for example, and have an overarching project. There's like overarching projects. Um, as well, there's like a wiki, a meta wiki, or something like that. So all of that is possible. Um, I just want to outline some of these possibilities and offer myself as a uh, consultant to help make people aware that this is available. And it's a very rewarding uh, project. You get good publicity and you learn a lot. You meet some good people and also you get help because... Um, um, you know, there's also a great community. Okay, there's, all, there's also a bunch of trolls and um, idiots uh, and nasty people. And for beginners, it might also be tough to have your stuff deleted or, you know, blah, blah, blah. But um, if you uh, have a mentor or guide to help you through the first phase and getting, you know, getting your feet wet, uh, it's a very rewarding, and you're going to get positive feedback, and um, <clears throat> I think it's great uh, for education. So yeah, uh, I hope uh, you guys consider this uh, for multiple topics, whatever your, your topic of interest is, um, you'll find some way to make a contribution and also to get something back. You know, what you get back is uh, free hosting. You get uh, also curation, and it's more than just free hosting and curation. If you get your stuff into a Wikipedia-type project, then it's going to live for a long time. And um, people are going to adopt it 
like I started some random article like many years ago um, on Wikipedia and now it's turned into this humongous thing so if you plant the seeds they'll grow and um, it's great to watch to see the the interaction now if you get into like a topic that is fringe or contested and let's say you don't have the majority viewpoint then um, your experience on Wikipedia is going to be uh, very negative so you need to also consider <clears throat> that uh, you don't want to do controversial topics um, and if you do, you probably want to either create your own wiki uh, or talk to me about it. But, uh, you know, if you're trying to go against the grain, against the mass and the mainstream in the Wikipedia projects, especially Wikipedia, you're going to have a problem because Wikipedia is basically the mainstream of whatever, and I have topic, I've talked about that on previous podcasts, and, uh, you know, um, but as long as you don't have a problem with the mainstream bias of things, um, it's going to be great, and if you want to, uh, you know, express a, uh, dissident or a different point of view, then actually Wikipedia is not going to be the right one. But as I said, there's options for that. You're going to have to want to create your own wiki or something else to handle that. So, and, and, and I would look because maybe uh, for your particular topic, you'll find someone already out there who's done it. All right. Well, I think this is good enough uh, for an overview or an introduction. And if anyone's interested in uh, learning more about this topic, just give me a holler. And um, I'm more than willing to help everybody uh, get started to do uh, or find someone to help you get started because maybe I'm not the best person, but I might know someone who's better than me. Um, you know, we've oh, we've created a Wikipedia, uh, wiki edit-thons, we've done, uh, I mean, people have done, I mean, I've been involved with OpenStreetMap edit-thons, you know, where you get people together and you edit some topic. Um, there's, like, humanitarian response on OpenStreetMap to, like, disasters. That's really a uh, way you can help out as well. Um, there's all types of projects. And if you think that you have a project that could get people motivated to work on it, then, you know, um, that would be something that would definitely, you know, get you, get traction. And you'll find people jumping on from all over the place. And uh, it's funny, because the Germans, I lived in Germany for a long time, and the Germans have a, an overeducated society where a lot of people are super educated, and um, they got a lot of time on their hands as well. And there's a lot, there's an incredible OpenStreetMap community, incredible Wikipedia community. And you can see like Berlin. If you ever want to see a, a map of a city that's just totally over detailed, go to Hamburg or Berlin, Germany. 
and just look what they did there like every single fire hydrant every single garbage can every single security camera it's all mapped out to the nth degree you know every single building it's just incredible in the amount of detail yeah I also did a lot of editing in Berlin when I lived there for a while <clears throat> all right guys I hope uh you enjoyed my uh, little spiel here, and I'll talk to you hopefully soon. Bye-bye. Let's see if we can turn this thing off.